You're listening to Happiness Abound, episode 199. Welcome to Happiness Abound, a podcast dedicated and designed to help those seeking happiness in their lives. Here we'll talk about happiness as gained through habit formation, being inspired by the stories of others, and looking for opportunities of growth and learning. I'm Taylor Proctor. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, Happiness Abounders, and welcome back. I'm really excited because today is episode 199. Ah! (laughs) I can't believe that we are at episode 199. Time has gone by so fast, and so I'm really looking forward to episode 200. And uh, I won't share what it's about yet because, frankly, I'm indecision mode on that. I think there's several routes and things I could talk about, several opportunities that I could utilize with episode 200 because it is a milestone episode, but I'm working through that. I'll figure it out over the weekend and come back on Monday for episode 200. But episode 99, not to be forgotten. So today, I just really want to remind you that your self-talk matters. It matters. So uh, if you're on Instagram, Instagram just barely released this new function where you can do a story and have somebody, you can say, ask me a question or respond to this, and then they can do it right there in the story. And I asked, what are three, in three to five words, what's holding you back? And pretty much unanimously, everyone that responded said fear of failure, failure, fear of failure, and lack of self-confidence. Practically unanimous. And it kind of broke my heart a little bit because I know that space and I know that space so well. And I honestly feel like If we were to break down uniquely 199 episodes, I would bet money on that a minimum, at least 75% in one way or another confront a fear of failure and a lack of self-confidence to remind you that you are capable of making positive change in your life and you are capable of having happiness abound. And so when I read these responses, I realized that maybe I need to do some very dedicated episodes to that. And I wanted to start with the lack of self-confidence. Obviously, I think there's we could do an entire series even on how to build your self-confidence. But to start here on this, which is a Friday episode, so to give you a weekend challenge, I want you to very consciously think and monitor the things you say to yourself and the things you say about yourself to others. So primary example, there always is one in my personal life. (laughs) Yesterday, I went into a meeting and I had to present some information on 
funny enough, on happiness and gratitude. And I was really, really, really excited about this. It's an amazing opportunity. It's in the workspace. And so it's not, it's not often that, other than for me personally, but it's not often that what I do here on the podcast overlaps with what I do in my day job. And so it was a really amazing, really an amazing opportunity for me to have this opportunity to go in and say, this is, this is my opinions on happiness and gratitude. And here's kind of a, a standard of levels and curriculum and all sorts of stuff. And I won't go into detail on that, but if you want to know about it, go ahead and send me a message. But I was really, really, really excited about it. And I put in some work into it and it's my bread and butter. I talk about this every day <laughs> and I went into this meeting and in an effort to be, I'm going to say humble and to be more of a team player, I started to put myself down in front of this group of people. I kept on saying things like, which this isn't a put down, but I would say things like, oh, you know, these are just my first draft of ideas. And, you know, when we get more people involved, I mean, these might just be total crap and we can throw them out the window. Like, I'm sure they're just total crap. And so as we get more eyes on this, more people involved, I'm sure it will transition and change because, yeah, I'm sure these are just just a mess. And saying, you know, as we get more people involved, I've loved their insights and let's let's continue to alter this as needed would have been great. But I didn't want to be perceived as arrogant. I didn't want to be perceived as a know-it-all, as someone who was not a team player. So I put myself down in front of other people on a topic that I know like the back of my hand. What? That's, that's example number one. Number two, what do you say to yourself? I have a very dear friend who occasionally will reach out to me and share with me some of the stuff that she's going through. And the wording she uses when she's talking about herself to me, but also I know is incredibly representative of the way she talks to herself, is very much a put down. And I think too, we've even spoken about um, journaling and things like that. And I've had people say, oh, you know, I'm not very good at journaling. That's a kind of a put down. How can you be bad at journaling? It's just journaling. I have some insight into more of my life. I have the worst handwriting Like it's doctor handwriting in the sense of no one else but me and a very few select people who have known me my entire life can read it. I am an atrocious speller. I'm so grateful for spell check and Grammarly (laughs) because my spelling is atrocious. And then I tend to think faster than I write and faster than I type. So I miss words often. So if I was going to focus on those things, I would also think I'm not good at journaling, but the truth is journaling is something that's meant for me and so it can be anything I want. And my handwriting, great, embrace it. My terrible spelling, great, embrace it. Terrible typing, fine. A few words are missing, but I get the point, right? But when we tell ourselves, oh, I'm really terrible at this or I'm not very good at this or I am, and this is a different topic for a different time, but I am lazy right? I've said that to myself before. When we say these things to ourselves, 
it has an impact. And then when we say these things to other people, it has an impact on us. We are setting ourselves up for low self-confidence. When you have low self-confidence, you're afraid of failure. They tie in together. And so, as a start of a journey, if you haven't noticed that we've already been 199 episodes of working on this journey, but if it's your first episode or you needed it laid out like, hey, the first thing to do to improve your self-confidence and the ripple effect of not being so afraid of failure is to track and monitor what you say to yourself and how you talk about yourself to others. Really watch that. Do you say positive things? Do you say positive experiences? This one's hard for me. I have a tendency to, I want to like, because I've worked so hard on this, I really want to tell people what I'm good at. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh gosh, cocky and arrogant and, and self-centered and all these things. But in a way, if they perceive me that way, that's on them, not on me. Because I want to share the things that I'm good at and I want to speak positively about myself to myself and to others. So if you are struggling with self-confidence and that ripple effect of a fear of failure, the weekend challenge is to pay attention to how you track, how you talk to, so to pay attention and track, how you talk to and how you talk about yourself because it's so valuable. It makes such a difference. If you have low self-confidence, if you're putting yourself down to yourself and you're putting yourself down to other people, you're not building that confidence up. You're just bringing it lower and lower and lower. So we can challenge again, just monitor, monitor and track how you speak to yourself and how you talk about yourself to others. See if it's negative. And if it is, Keep on tuning in because we'll continue to talk about how to improve that. So with that said, I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope this episode has resonated with you. And I hope that you remember you are capable of happiness abound. <music>